This show is very not safe for work. The works being read do not represent the views of the hosts or guests. This show is a roast and should not be taken seriously. Tinged with both exasperation and frustratingly obvious lust. And mustard. I mean, anyone who has good taste has (laughs) some mustard on their breath. So... Are you telling me that that's like a prerequisite for you making out? It's like, well, you gotta have a little bit of mustard at very least. Yeah. That's why you... That's why what? Nothing. No. What? No, sorry. I'm tired. I was gonna say... It was a failed joke. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah, just edit it out and edit out all of this. Yeah, edit out the Explaining this. Okay, leave it in. Gotcha. Got it. Cold opener. All right. (laughs) It's Friday Night Fan Fiction Season 11 Super Hilarious Mega Funny Intro Bumper or whatever. Did you guys hear the controversy? Which one? There's always controversy. Which one now? This one is about the nominees for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. Somehow, Final Fantasy VII Remake got put up on there. Okay. I don't understand. Like, how could that game, which was fucking terrible, be voted in there? Because of the hype. Because a lot of people liked it. No, there's not a single person who liked it. They said, oh, it's okay, and then they moved on to Doom Eternal. It's also not complete. Oh, yeah, that too. Meta score of 87, user score of 8.1. Not real. Fake news. Oh, would you not, Dave? Would you not? (laughs) Look, just because the president can yell fake news at something and have people believe that it's fake doesn't mean that you should. Yes. Gosh, it's been five years since the last posted video on Night Horse. So I kind of miss it. Oh, we could have put up the um, opening that I made. I mean, we could. I meant more so like I miss making the content. I miss being able to walk awkwardly on the sofa a la Assassin's Creed 3. I also miss ruining Val's Snuggie with my spit mouth water for St. Patrick's Day when we did I Want to Be the Guy. Now recording. How's the sounds? You sound fine. You sound good. You've said sound fine in the past, and then you said my audio quality was shit after Hmm. the recording was done. Well, that's because you got too close. Please stop tonguing my ear. I did not consent to you tonguing my ear. You guys got any spare Halloween candy? No. no, no, I already ate all that shit. Unless you consider chocolate molded edibles Halloween candy. I mean, it is if you're an adult. It could be a trick or a treat. Oh my god, they have weed Oreo fudge. Of course they do. That sounds awesome. That does sound pretty friggin' awesome. This is Friday Night Fan Fiction. We got four of the five at least. Xavier's asleep above me, so I'm gonna try and keep my voice at a reasonable 112 decibels. I'm your host, Steve-O. You can't me t- hit 112. Wasn't the sun chip bag removed from the market because it was louder than a jet engine cockpit? No. <laughs> I gotta look this up. Joining me jet tonight- engines are 120 decibels. You know what it sounds like? Fake news. Oh, yeah, it sounds like up. fucking fake news. Joining me tonight, as usual, are David, Logan, Sean, Valerie is on baby duty. And yeah, okay, look, I was right. At 95 decibels, the sound of the recently unveiled compost. That's not louder than a jet engine. I said jet, jet engine is 168 decibels. I said jet cockpit. I don't think it is 168. I think 168 is. Okay, sorry, it's 140. Yeah, it's like, I think 168 is like enough kinetic energy to like wipe out a major city. 
it's not. The loudest sound that can occur is only 194 decibel. I just saw that. It's like, so wow, we can't actually get to 200. That sucks. Wait, we can't? No. No. Air doesn't allow it. It's physics. Those are rookie numbers. Gotta get those numbers up. Well, you you realize at that point the air is being compressed so much that it actually will destroy cities. Oh, it won't destroy cities. Like, the loudest sound that has been recorded in history was 188 decibels, and that was the Krakatoa explosion. Which did destroy cities. It didn't, though. It 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 broke windows oceans away. No, It didn't destroy cities, though. I'm with Dave. It did create a tsunami, but it did not destroy cities with a sound. It destroyed cities with water. Yeah, okay, that's what I was saying. It's not the sound that destroyed it. It was something else that destroyed it. Can sound kill Logan? I don't think anything can kill Logan. Just getting pictures of Hugh Jackman shirtless. That is what I look like, only I'm taller than Wolverine. All right. Well, first uh, story tonight is Jar Jar's Bizarre Adventure by Cowboy Chris. Oh, boy. Summary, Dio kills Jar Jar Binks' dad, Bar Bar Jinx, and Jar Jar must travel to Egypt to avenge him. This is the wacky family fun adventure that ensues. Chapter 1, Jar Jar's Bizarre Adventure. Logan? Uh, according to Google, George R. Binks is Jar Jar Binks' dad. George George R. R. Binks. Binks. Oh my god. Binks was a comic appearing in Star Wars Tales 20 and collected in Star Wars Tales Volume 5 and Star Wars Legends, Rise of the Sith Volume 2, written by Tony Millionaire. It details the tragic story of George R. Binks, the long-suffering father of Jar Jar Binks. Can we read the thing that Dave said? On the seas of Naboo, George R. Binks of the Binks and Son Whaling Company attempts to take down a whale. However, the irresponsibility and clumsiness of his son, Jar Jar, causes their ship to flounder and the Binks is to be marooned on a deserted island. A month goes by, and George is driven to madness by his son's follies. When Jar Jar proposes to swim for the mainland, George eagerly agrees, knowing that he will make likely not make it. However, his wife intervenes. George, unable to take it anymore, decides to shoot himself. His wife's attempt to stop him by asking him to think of our son only causes him to pull the trigger. However, the bullet merely grazes his skull. As he lies there, he reminisces of his love, Shibla. Wait, 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 what is his love's name? Shibla. And how he chose not to marry her because she could not bear him the son he wanted. As he imagines seeing Shibla standing before him, the hallucination clears to reveal it's really Jar Jar with an octopus wrapped around his head. George's only response is crushing despair. I, I just like the idea of Shibla and Shmi, Anakin's mom, sitting at like a nail salon somewhere in fucking desert planet Tatooine. Why was her name Shmi? <laughs> Sh- Shiblia. No, Shmi. No, no. Shmi Skywalker. Oh, I'm calling. I'm talking about Shibla. I, I know, but I was saying that Shibla and Shmi together out on like a lady date. I'm also with Logan. Why was she named Shmi? What is with the SH sound that George Lucas was obsessed with in the 90s? He also like names that like are slant rhymes, like Dexter Jexter. Uh, and also alliteration. Dexter Jexter. Dexter with no, no, a D. No, not Dexter, Dexter. I'm saying there are other names that he likes that were... Name some. Yeah, name some. Shmi Skywalker. Okay, name one more. <laughs> I don't know. How did... Yeah, does... yeah, yeah. Go fuck hey, yourself. Hey, 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 But Logan, do you want to start reading the actual story? We can read about Jar Jar's other dad later. I want to read more about George Banks. I was not prepared for that to actually be a thing, and... 
Like, that's sad. Like, did you see the image in staff chat? Yeah, I saw it. Him holding the gun to his head. <laughs> the gun to his head with a single tear rolling down his cheek. My dearest Shibla, I can only think of you and the son we never had because it turns out my tadpoles were cursed. My dearest Shibla. You sigh and get off the bus and start walking home. It's been a long day, but you're happy to finally get back to the Binks' household where you're treated like family and more sexually more, but... That'll all get settled later. You just want Jar Jar to run his fingers through your hair. You feel yourself salivating as you think of his sexy reptilian skin. He's an amphibian. Amphibian. And how he's just been elected president of the United States. (laughs) No. (laughs) When you get home, you are shocked. Wait, did you say shocked or shot like Jar Jar Binks' dad? God, I wish. (laughs) Shocked, you see Jar Jar in his fancy coat and hat, standing over the body of his father, Bar Bar Jinx. He's covered in blood and shit and other unmentionable fluids, like mustard. Thank God, somebody else who agrees with me, mustard's an unmentionable Mm. fluid. Are you seriously a fucking mustard hater up in this call? Mustard is not suitable for human consumption. I've got bad news for you. I'm sending you a bottle of Scotch Bonnet mustard. I've got bad news for you. I'm just going to make you drink a bottle of Yellow Heinz. Scotch? Oh, this is a hot sauce. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If it's a hot sauce, might be suitable for human consumption. It's really good. I won't knock it till I tried it. I tried freaking Dijon mustard. The fucking Grey Poupon shit. I've tried the Saval style and... Like, regular Heinz mustard, and all of those are shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. You're my friend. You tell me. We're just going to feed you nothing but brown like- mustard. <laughs> Sorry. My eyes drifted back to the image of George Binks's imminent demise, and I can't stop laughing at it. Jar Jar turns towards you and mutters, yare yare zee. Misa was hoping you didn't have to see this. Ketchup drips out of his mouth as he speaks. Who could have done this? You gasp, your mouth filled with drool as at Jar Jar's massive sexiness. Jar Jar turns away from you mysteriously and whispers, It was my old enemy, Dio Binks. So this is before Jar Jar's voice changed during puberty? Yes. Gungan puberty is reversed. They've got deep voices until their balls drop. Just like Benjamin Button. (laughs) He stole my grandpa's body. And did a bunch of other shit, like making Guy Fieri gay. What? But that's not important. He's back, and we have to do something about it. What are we going to do, Daddy? Please don't. Don't call me Daddy. We shall have to go to Egypt and kink shame him. Boo! It's the only way to stop him. Gather your comrades. I'm getting my sex wing ready. Ugh. You remember the sex wing? It's like an X-wing, but sexier. You have banged Daddy Binker multiple times on top of it. Daddy Binker? Daddy Binker. (laughs) You picked up the phone and dial 666, the area code for Flavortown. A familiar, cheesy voice picks up on the other end. This is the mayor, baby. What's smoking? Oh, sorry. What's smoking hot recipe can I get you today? Guy, cut the crap. We have a mission, and we need to get the squad together. Guy's tone becomes deadly serious. 
What happened? Bar Bar Jinx. He's a... Oh, no, this is Jar Jar talking. Bar Bar Jinx. He's a... He's a dead. Jar Jar whispers, emotion clouding his voice. A single tear runs out of his weird eye stalk thing. You put a comforting hand on Jar Jar's huge daddy bicep. Do you know who did it? Guy asks, shock and sadness in his voice like a spicy sauce. Yes, it was Dio. You can sense Guy's anger through the phone. That monster! We'll have our revenge! Get the fucking guns! <laughs> Jar Jar hangs up the phone and presses a button on the wall. A hidden door opens and reveal, or sorry, revels his sex dungeon, filled with guns and other weapons used during his sexual adventures. In his sex wing, got it. We are going to kill some bitches. God damn it. You, Jarge Gar. <laughs> Jarge Gar? <laughs> Jarge Gar. You, Jarge Gar, and Guy Fieri board a ship to Africa. You must pass uh, the uh, dangerous uh, Atlantic Ocean. It's a terrifying trip. The waves threaten to consume your ship. Guy Fieri's constant eating makes you seasick <laughs> because it's so gross. You barf, and he consumes it with some paprika on top. <laughs> Finally, you make it to shore and land in Madagascar. Tired, you all step off the ship, ready to get a drink. You head to the nearest bar to get a drink to soothe your troubles. Dave, you're up. My troubles start to be just like a cheerful chickadee and whistle while you twerk. Uh, I can't twerk right now. I'm sitting. Hold on. Let me stand up. Ow, my balls. Why did you stand on your balls? I didn't stand on my balls. I was twerking and my balls just kind of slapped real hard against my butt. I mean, it is the backboard for a reason. (laughs) I've never heard it called the backboard, but I like it. You all step into the bar, into a bar named the Poopy Scoopy, and sit down in a booth looking around the establishment. As the name promises, the bar is extremely classy. Everything is white and sterile monochrome. The ceiling is French Rococo style. It is a very beautiful building with an in-house band and everything. A very attractive man with prominent bangs sits at the piano, not playing, but just staring at you. Shivers run down your spine. A waitress comes up to take your order. She opens her mouth to ask what you would like to drink. But before she can, a red dot appears at her forehead. It's a bullet hole. Oh, damn. The lady collapses on top of your table. You, Jar Jar Binks, and Guy all stand up in alarm. From across the room, the man at the piano with the bangs is gazing at you, a smoking gun in his hand. He has taken the first shot. Luckily, you have a digital editing technique to make sure that you don't get hit. I went to the Gohan School of Dodging. Oh, the the whole concept is foreign to you. (laughs) Yes. Before anyone can act, he sits back at the piano and begins to play a simple melody. Now dig on this, he whispers. You're digging on this, all right. Suddenly it hits you. This is no ordinary stranger to piano. It is dark Toby Maguire. His bangs say it all. He has summoned his stand. Dig on this. The piano melody hypnotizes you. Jar Jar, however, is unfazed. His hot Gungan stare focuses on dark Toby. He summons his stand. Bikini babe. An incredibly buff figure rushes out at a blindingly fast speed and starts pummeling Toby, yelling... Misa, 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 Misa. Toby, however, was prepared for this, and he dodges to the side as he flips his bangs, sending scalding hot hair gel flying towards you. Hate when that happens. Yeah, me too. Like VO5 hot oil. Ah! It lands on Jar Jar's face and burns into his skin. 
and blood begins pouring out of his face from the acid wounds. Jar Jar collapses onto the ground, screaming in pain, and you feel your panties grow aroused mysteriously. Guy Fieri screams in anger and summons his stand. Savor the flavor! Summoning a massive grill. <laughs> Is Savor the Flavor the name of a song? I don't know. Sean, get on that. Uh, okay. Apparently it's also an album by The Organization. I'll accept an album. Album works. Uh, there was the White Album. That was a stand. Like if you've ever watched, I mean, I don't know if it was ever adapted into an anime, but the comic Bastard, everything was like, oh, I'm going to use my ultimate move, explosive wall of guns and roses. I was never allowed to watch that anime because it had a bad name in the title. Oh, well, yeah, you probably shouldn't have. It would have warped your corruptible little mind. Although I did accidentally see, um, oh God, it ended up being a hentai, like a monster fucking hentai. Cool Demon City Invasion? The one David said sounded closer to it. Cool Devices was the one I found on my own. Ah, uh, yes. Real media cool devices. Oh, my gosh. Was it uh, Bible Black? No, no, no. I'll have to look it up. It was for rent at Blockbuster, so y- you know it had to be something still mild. Nice. They probably just looked at the thing and they're like, yeah, it's probably okay. It doesn't need to be rated. Blockbuster hentai. Anime rented from Blockbuster. That sounds like a good conversation. Excel Saga. That's not porn. Shellsock is not fucking porn. Like, one episode could be loosely considered that it might be even remotely close to etchy. And that's the very last episode. Yeah. No, no, no. This Reddit thread has actually solved it for me. It was, uh, Poony Poony Poemi. Poony Poony Poemi is also not porn. Yeah, it barely qualifies. No, you just fucking masturbated to, like, palette swapped Zero Suit Samus to the yellow suit so it looked like she was naked. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I guess I can see where it's going because I'm looking at the opening and yeah, it has a girl rubbing her titties, but that's about it. Anyway, the entire series is on uh, YouTube in English. So there you go. Uh, Please enjoy. He starts chucking searing hot burgers, ribs, hot dogs, and other delectable meats, creating massive explosions and killing dozens of innocents throughout the club, showering all of you in blood and gore. Toby, however, is as nimble as a spider, and he leaps out of the way of each one, and is completely unharmed as he pulls out a katana and slices off Guy Fieri's goatee, the source of his power. Ah! Guy is no match for this edgy power and begins crying and eating cookies in the corner, shoving food into his mouth and to fill the void in his soul. Ah, you are blinded by your lust, your massive lust, for Guy and Jar Jar and are too busy fantasizing about a threesome to notice Dark Toby sneaking up on you. He pulls out a pistol and puts it to your head, whispering, God read it, in that edgy voice of his. However, just before he pulls the trigger, a slice of pizza flies out and smashes into dark Toby Maguire's face, Toby's face. You see a grinning face of your old partner in crime, Toby Maguire. He gives a smirk and mutters, pizza time. <laughs> you are so aroused right now. Holy shit. Dark Toby summons this mysterious piano and attempts to play. However, before he can get his song out, Toby has already conjured up a full pie and hurls it at Dark Toby with devastating force, slicing his skull in half like it was made of cardboard. Dark Toby's corpse falls to the ground and dissolves into a pile of Lincoln Park CDs. So normally I would say this story is too violent for us to read, but having seen at least a few episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that thing is friggin' violent. Do we know the author of this? No, we don't. All right. Do you feel like they know us? <laughs> yes. Okay. 
I looked for a monster hentai on IMDb, and the first result is an American tale, the mystery of the night monster. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing on that. I'm up next. You all get back to your feet, and Guy Fieri begins grilling up a celebration dinner. Looks like I was just in time. Toby quips, time for crime. Toby breaks into the vault of the club and steals several thousand dollars. You are all on the run for manslaughter, murder, arson, property, theft, and several other crimes. This isn't your first time being a felon, but goddamn, you're so aroused by the thought of hanging out with the bad boys. You dash into the border to Mexico, <laughs> the lands of tacos and Goku. Along the way, you encountered Aaron Carter, but you murder him without a second thought and dump his mutilated body into a ditch. The four of you piss on it and light a bonfire in memory of your lost comrade, Tony the Tiger, who was killed in Vietnam. Our lost comrade, Gohan El Hermano. <laughs> you come into town, checking into a cheap motel and fucking Jar Jar's brains out while Toby eats pizza and watches seductively. Anataha, Anata, no. No. Otashio Koto. Suddenly, you hear what seems to be a political debate going on, and the gang rolls out to the town square. Donald Trump is there, leading a huge crowd in a political speech about how he wants to kill immigrants or something stupid. Crowd is digging it, but Toby can't stand racism because he was in the Black Panthers and got shot by a corrupt police officer. He grabs a pizza and throws it at Trump's head, knocking off his toupee. Or, sorry, toupee. It's pronounced Toby. Toby Maguire. Ugh. With his hair gone, the crowds disperse, and you are left alone in the Mexican desert, facing off Dongo Trunt. Okay, I'm with Logan now. This sounds like something somebody who knew us wrote. Yeah. You've done it now, you bulgy-eyed freak of nature. My stand, Jeb Bush, will destroy all of you. His stand appears a mediocre-looking white guy that mumbles something about running for president. Jar Jar shoots it with a gun, and it falls to the ground, bleeding out. Everyone just kind of stares at him, and as he wheezes on the ground, Trump yells, Jeb is a mess, as sad air horns play in the background. Jeb is a big, fat mistake. Jeb lays on the floor, tears filling his eyes. He looks so sad. Jeb is the weakest candidate on the stage by far. Jeb is a mess. The air horns continue. If Jeb is so bad, how did he win 538 electoral votes in the 2016 election? I don't know. That's a lot of electoral votes, man. It sure is. Please clap. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> See, that's the kind of leadership we need. We need somebody to tell us when to clap. Yeah, just like the sign when you're in the audience at a show. It's important to get direction. Completely agree. Jeb is a waste and everybody knows it. Everyone is laughing. Jeb cries some more. You cry, too, because Jeb is a mess. He's a crying mess. Jar Jar summons his stand, Bikini Babe, and puts Jeb out of his misery. Some air horns sounded respect for his death. <laughs> Donald Trump narrows his eyes. Oh, God, do I have to put this into translator? Hold on. Japonese says spoiled. He coos, taking a small loan of a million dollars out of his coat pocket. God, I got to translate this shit again. Anata wa anata no tsumi no tame ni shihara u koto ni narimasu. You will pay for your sin. He starts throwing the money at uh, you. Did you say start? 
He stars throwing the money at you, and it cuts your skin. There you go. He's throwing his $100 bills at you so fast that they're cutting your skin. Jar Jar sees this and screams, Yusu will not hurt Misa, little eh, kitten. Jar Jar fucking unleashes his anger. He runs towards Trump and begins to choke him. Blood begins to drip from Trump's mouth. Jeb is a mess. He screams while he chokes. We will build a wall. He then goes on to talk about how much he hates Mexicans. He's racist as fuck. Yeah, agreed. Sean, you're up. The millions of dollars he has fly out of his pockets and fall all over the desert. He's bankrupt. He's been bankrupt like seven times because he fucking sucks. Yes. Jar Jar rips out Trump's eyeball and shoves it in his mouth, chewing on the gore like it was a gumdrop. Trump is screaming. The place where his eye used to be is now a bloody hole. Jar Jar pushes him to the ground and shoves money into the hole. It's like a really ironic thing to do because he's rich. Jar Jar shoves money down Trump's throat, which again is really ironic. Uh huh. Trump is still gurgling his racist speech, but Jar Jar isn't having any of it. Good. He twists Donald's neck and fucking rips off his head, which grows spider's legs. Great. Great. I mean, it's quite violent and over the top, but it's not the worst we've ever read. No, no. And considering, like I said, that Jojo is known for being ludicrously comically violent. Yeah, over the top. Logan, were you the one that showed me my first episode of Jojo and it was them eating at the yes, restaurant? It was, uh, they went to the restaurant in um, Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, yeah, we watched it. Just huge wounds that would kill people normally in just a few seconds flat, but somehow cures the ailments of the one guy. Yeah. Anyways, please continue, Sean. Spider's legs, uh, Jar Jar drops the head in surprise. And the head scurries away, unable to be seen. However, Chump's body is still moving, like a worm split in two. Okay, now that we're talking about the body horror, the anime that I was talking about, that's not the one that I watched. If anybody can figure out what it is, the opening scene was basically a normal heterosex scene, but as the dude's like rubbing the girl's boob, a monster mouth forms on the boob and bites his hand off. Devil Hunter Yoko. No. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. I'm just throwing at the first thing I thought of. Okay. Berserk. The thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jar Jar fucking stomps all over him, flattening Trump into a bloody pancake. He grabs parts of Donald's organs and eats them, blood dripping down his beautiful Gungan throat. It makes you horny as fuck. Jar Jar can sense your arousal and pulls you down onto Donald Trump's mutilated body. He pulls Donald's skin off and covers you in it like a warm blanket. He feeds you parts of Trump's organs like a mother feeding her child from the tit. Gross. Daddy Banks. You whine, shaking in arousal. Please. Jar Jar senses your arousal and peels Donald's skin off of your body as well as your clothes. He throws your bloody clothes elsewhere and grabs your hips. Oh, baby. Aligning his Gungan donger. With your sweet puckering asshole. He fucks you relentlessly. Dolan's blood filling your asshole along with daddy's huge gunging cock. Yes, daddy! You scream in pleasure, rocking your hips. You're a daddy's little slut! Jar Jar screams. The one person among us who does the Jar Jar voice, and it had to be that line. Yup. 
filling your ass with that sweet Gungan cum trademark. You scream in mixture of agony and pleasure, rubbing Dolan's mutilated organs all over your body in ecstasy. You both come down from your highs and put your bloody clothes on. You dress in silence, knowing what has to come next. You're going to fight Dio. Cool. When you finally arrive in Egypt, your entire group is trembling in anticipation. You're finally going to see Dio, the man who killed Barbar Jinx. <laughs> the man, the myth, the Gungan legend. The Vietnam War hero who still killed many innocent Vietnamese civilians. He was actually kind of fucked up. You ponder this for a moment. Was Dio justified? You pass over a large sand dune, the camel you are riding panting. It is so thirsty for water. You all are. You have been traveling for weeks, for months! Now, all for this one moment that is about to happen. Guy Fieri is sweating hot sauce. Okay, get a bottle. We need that for hot sauce New Year's. Finally, after you cross the next sand dune, you see him. Dio is standing there, waiting for your group. Everyone stops and gazes at each other. There is silence. After what seems like a few minutes, Dio finally speaks. My bad. <laughs> Jar Jar nods in respect. So good. Dio nods and all is settled. This entire adventure, all the lives lost, was for nothing. Fuck this adventure. Fuck Jar Jar's bizarre adventure. This was bullshit. Epilogue. Jar Jar hugs Dio, his long lost twin brother. Yari yari, he says. You fool, you absolute imbecile. You have fallen for my trap, you utter buffoon. Dio gasps, looking at his brother. What? This was a trick. A setup. Jar Jar reels back and everything goes black. Of course, he was the mastermind all along. We got another story to read about Metal Gear, apparently. It's called Takes One to Know One by BBV Queen. Summary, you've got to be the biggest hypocrite I know. Chapter one, Takes One to Know One. I was going to say, it's got to be the biggest hypocrite I know, the David Hubbard story. You're not the biggest. It's the tallest, maybe. Who's the biggest hypocrite, you know? Oh. The David Hubbard story. No, no, no. no. I know people who are far denser than you who are hypocritical. <laughs> how much beef do you want to start on this podcast? <laughs> well, how much beef do you want for Christmas? I told you I'm cool with getting, like, lots of meat. The turkey's probably overdoing it because I just... Don't think I'll have enough space in my fridge. I think I can take it all, but the turkey. Logan, you're up first. Cause liked to think that, over the years, he had come to know the man pretty well. That he was able to anticipate when his ego would strike and act as unpredictable as he'd had when he first met him. They're settled into their roles pretty well, after all, allocating authority to the point where Kaz was pretty comfortable with telling Big Boss what to do but no doubt for a second that he'd listen and follow. As far as business matters were concerned, that held true, at least. The same couldn't be said for all other aspects of their life, unfortunately. When he recognized that Big Boss came charging at him to restore the balance of power and remind him just who got the last word here, it was oftentimes already too late. You've got to be the biggest hypocrite, I know. He couldn't even quite remember anymore what had been the catalyst this time. The final straw that had pushed Big Boss to come down on him like a storm and set him ablaze, stirring feelings 
in him that would have rather not thought about in depth that he would rather have not thought about in depth it had probably been one of their usual arguments what constituted as acceptable leisure activities around the base and causes responsibilities as second in command for someone who claimed he'd rather not get involved in people's personal affairs his boss sure made it a habit to stick his nose where it didn't belong in his butt and rag on him at every opportunity but that had just been the tip of the iceberg now this this was the last final idiotic act in long series of well thought out stage performances big boss liked to grace him with so frequently say one thing in public do the exact opposite in private and yet finding himself pinned to the ground by his <laughs> large frame wrist kept in place by a calloused hand while his hot mouth and teeth dragged down his throat Kaz had to admit to himself that he was just as aroused as he was angry not that big boss cared much about that anyway he just did his thing as usual and in the goddamn mess hall kitchen no less ambushing Kaz there in the middle of the night when he'd been about to grab some leftover pinchitos leftover what pinchitos I don't know what it is. It's some kind of uh, Spanish word. Oh, they're savory kebabs. Ooh. Before heading to his room, do some paperwork and lay down for at least a few hours before resuming his usual routine, being the responsible subcommander Big Boss wanted him to be. Well, so much for that. Snake. Snake. Just one breath. Tinged with both exasperation and frustratingly obvious lust. And mustard. I mean, anyone who has good taste has <laughs> some mustard on their breath. So, are you telling me that that's like a prerequisite for you making out? It's like, well, you gotta have a little bit of mustard at very least. Yeah. Well, that's why you... Oh, that's no, why what? Nothing. No. What? No, sorry. I'm tired. I was gonna say... It was a failed joke. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just edit it out and edit out all of this. Yeah, edit out the Explaining post. this. Okay, leave it in. Gotcha. Got it. Cold opener. All right. <laughs> Immediately stifled by his boss's lips and cause moaned into his mouth. He hoped nobody was around to witness this. Whatever this was, the last thing he needed was gossip concerning MSF's two commanders and the real nature of their relationship. Big Boss kissed him deeply, resting his heavy weight on top of Kaz, pushing into him. I can't help but think that it's Kaz Hirai, previous CEO of Sony. I mean, I'm sure that that was part of why they named him Kazuhira. I'm sure, but it's like I'm imagining Snake making out with somebody who's just saying, Bridge Racer! Kaz had to admit <laughs> that he was pretty good at this for someone that seemed like anything but a sexual creature even after closer inspection he felt different undeniably masculine powerful and it was exciting in a way he just took what he wanted he'd always taken what he wanted in his inherently gentle and comforting manner but forceful all the same for breakfast all i want is a plate of biscuits Bacon and waffles. I take what I want. We'll get the bacon and we can work on the other two. Okay. Also, why are we double carving? Because I take what I want. 
Sure. <laughs> Big Boss separated briefly, and Kaz caught his breath. Kaz, what? He said, voice hushed, and like there was nothing weird about this at all. He looked at Kaz, gaze half-lidded, and Kaz looked back, swallowing hard. Let's go. No. <laughs> I'm happy here. He tried to move his wrists, still pinned above his head, and arched against Big Boss's body at the same time. This just wasn't fair. Big Boss smirked. Dave, are you back? Yeah, I'm in back. Okay, great. You're up next. All right, no more Uptown Funk remixes. Let's let's do this. All right, so I've never played Metal Gear Solid Five. This is about Peace Walker. I've never played Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Have you played any Metal Gear? I've never played Metal Gear Solid. That's a lie. <laughs> I don't believe that. Have you ever played a video game? I've never played a PlayStation. Have you ever played with yourself? I've never played Tobol Number One. David, you literally asked me to get you a copy of the Tobol Number One ROM. Yeah, I didn't play it though. I hate you. <laughs> if you promise to stop squirming. This is all your fault, Kaz grumbled, but didn't put up a struggle anymore. Big Boss's wait, if that's if it's Big Boss, it's If you promise to stop squirming. This is all your fault, Kaz grumbled, but didn't put up a struggle anymore. Big Boss's smirk led to a throaty chuckle <sighs> as he released Kaz's hand, which immediately went for his commander's shoulders to hold on to, pull himself up, grinding his already exposed chest against him. My fault. Big Boss's hands began to wander, roaming, tracing along Kaz's scars and muscles on their way down between his legs. You let yourself be distracted too easily, Kaz. I think we went over this. This is probably true. No, most definitely. His initial anger over the entire situation had already dissipated and made room for his hyperactive libido that way. It had been about a week. And Big Boss wasn't exactly a soft carter of a woman like Kaz preferred his sexual partners to be, but he was attractive in his own rugged way, even being over ten years his elder. Oh man, robbing the grave there, Kaz. He was willing to make an exception just this once. And a hand was a hand. And one of them was currently palming him through his pants. Kaz groaned. It was almost flattering, considering Big Boss's usual lack of a sex life. Uh... Kaz panted and let go of Big Boss to prop himself up on his elbows. Didn't, doesn't Kaz, like, have no legs? That's not until Phantom Pain. Okay, that's Metal Gear Solid 3. Got it. And he has one leg. Got it. He has no legs and is Metal Gear. He has one leg for an arm and no legs. He's the DARPA chief. Got it. He died of a heart attack. <laughs> he died of a heart attack. Nanobots. <laughs> Big Mama. Uh, booby Boobies. Speaking of bots, I finally started watching Beast Wars, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I told, I told you. you it was. Yeah, Like, yes, the CG is awful, but damn, that's a good-ass show. Oh, it is. The CG is absolutely horrendous, but I, ha I do want to point out that it has the best, and I do mean the best, surprise faces I have ever seen in anything generated by a computer. Here, I'll post it in staff chat. Talk to me when you watch Code of Warrior, because that's the best episode. Was Code of Warrior, like, the season finale? It's not a season finale, but it's it's like that one episode. It was one, the one where they went to Alaska, basically. That's Metal Gear. Uh, <laughs> and they go to Shadow Moses. No, no, like, they went to, like, a snowy land? No, that it's not that one. Code of Warrior is the the, uh, the best Dinobot episode. Oh, okay. 
So look at this picture of uh, Optimus Gorilla. He doesn't have any junk, but if you look clearly, there is a shadow where his junk should be. That's just the shadow from his ass. No, his ass is not shadowing that far. He's got a big poopy coming out. It's casting a shadow. No, it's not. They totally It's a poopy. You don't see it, but it's a little energon poopy. I'm just saying they totally put an outer junk penis on there and then removed it in post and they left the shadow. That's my theory. It's like Rouge the Bats in Sonic Adventure 2 and her like mystery shrunken vagina. What? Mystery shrunken? There's a rumor that goes around that Rouge the Bat was fully modeled with like gear and they shrunk it down to where you couldn't see it on the model. But since you can't upsize it on the model, there's nothing to that rumor. Of course. Also, this image of a rhino being ridden by a gorilla being ridden by a rat. Um, that's Rhinox. He's their science officer. Okay, fine. Rhinox and Rat Trap. Why is Rat Trap the most stereotypically New York accent? Because he's a rat and rats are from New York, didn't you know? Every rat in the world is from New York. Absolutely. Gotcha. The rat that I saw outside of Payne Park today, that was New York. Yeah, yeah. The rat <laughs> that, that I rat saw is- out in the alleyway while I was taking the trash out today. New York. That rat is a snowbird. It just spends winter down in Florida. Beast Wars. The entire show is just a guitar solo. Did you say this is not the best show you've ever seen? Yeah, it's amazing. It's good and it's cheesy as hell. But at some point, the guitarist has got to take a break. Yeah, it actually gets even better as time goes on because they're given time and a budget. Yeah. Sweet. All right, go ahead and keep reading tired, Dave. All right. Um, the thrust into his palm, handling Mech Spurtly. I uh, should have expected nothing less. Big Boss indulged him for a couple minutes, pausing only to lazily work Kaz's pants open and pull out his already fully erect, dripping cock. Kaz exhaled slowly. <sighs> Woof. Face feeling hot, and blinked at his partner, whose fingers were curled around him, moving back and forth. God, snake. He made a sound. At the back of his throat. Reading Snake. That's Solid Snake's librarian cousin. Reading Snake. (laughs) In that situation was impossible. His actions and stony expression hard to decipher. But he couldn't find it in himself to care anyway. Big Boss leaned towards him. Cupped his face with with his other hand to kiss him again. Sloppily. Kaz opened his mouth. The hand continued to jerk him off producing slick sound of skin sliding against skin. Does he have a robot hand? No, that's also from Phantom Pain. Oh, didn't he have like a Dr. Octopus suit? No, you're thinking of Solidus Snake from Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, did he control bees? No, you're thinking of the pain from Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh. Sons of the Patriots. Snake Eater. Snake Eater, whatever. Uh, Didn't that game be called Snake Eater? Yeah, they'd be called Snake Eater. My mistake. All right. Before going on, Logan, how many snakes are there? Oh, that's a... <laughs> is, that, right. is that a trick question? Right, so we're, we're going to have to go in chronological order here. Actually, no. <laughs> let's go in release order. Okay. Metal Gear. Uh-huh. It's not a snake. Uh, no. There is Solid Snake. There is Big Boss, which we're not going to count Big Boss yet. We'll get to that. Then... There is Metal Gear Solid, the first one. There is Liquid Snake, so two. Metal Gear Solid 2, 
There is Solidus Snake, who uh, was the president of the United States, so three. Then there's Metal Gear Solid 3, which has Naked Snake, who at the end of the game becomes Big Boss, so that's five. There is... Metal Gear Solid. It's uh, the way well, I fly to you, <laughs> David. You're, you're kind of <laughs> making it hard to concentrate. All right, all right. All right. I, I, I'm good on snakes now, David. No, 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 no. I can keep going. Um, I don't want you to. Get, let's so there is Metal Gear Solid. Uh, oh no! Yeah, Peace Walker. Peace Walker has Punish Snake. So that's six. Wrong. It's a deal, a trial to There is Metal Gear Solid 4, which has Old Snake, and it also has uh, Liquid Ocelot, which is kind of like half a snake. Okay, I'm good. I'm settled. Dave, please continue. David. Then there is Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes, which has... um, What did they call him in that one? Hey, he's in the snake pit now. Cry, it's the <laughs> way Put Dave away at least. Fly to <laughs> All right, Dave, you're good. Snake eater. David. I'm still in a dream. Thank God. Uh, there's venom snake. No, 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 no. We're done there's... this. I want Dave to actually read now. We're done. Uh, Count it on your fingers. Count it on your fingers. I am actually counting it on. I think it's about nine and a half. Okay, fine. Good. I would say it's like nine and one eighth because it's only Liquid's arm, but I've never played Metal Gear Solid, so I don't know for sure. Oh my God. Yeah, but his. So. His arm um, takes on his his personality, so so it takes over uh, Revolver Ocelot's uh, you know persona as Liquid the arm. Right, but that was actually him hypnotizing himself. Yeah, it was him hypnotizing himself, but (laughs) it's complicated. So he could be a double secret probation uh, double agent. So so he could act against the Patriots. Right. The Patriots is a p- computer program that controls the entire world, but I've never played Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Patriots did 9-11. Yeah. Meryl Silverberg still has a nice ass, though, so that didn't change. I've never played Metal Gear Solid 1, though. Please And you've definitely never played Metal Gear Solid 4. David, nah, I beg you, that you can go to sleep when we I finish did, this story. That scene like, where I never saw Metal Gear Snake. Solid 4, or do you just watch it? Uh, you play it. Uh, I swear I've been muted. No, no, we can hear you. We're just kind of ignoring you. You're, you're just completely steamrolling. Otacon's like, Snake, you need to check out the disc, except this is a Blu-ray. Ha ha, that's funny, isn't it? Meta humor. I've never played Metal Gear Solid 4. I don't believe he says, ha ha, meta humor. How would you know? You've never played it either. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, or the time <laughs> that uh, Ocelot talks about how um, he fucked his stepmother and his dad got so depressed that he killed himself and tried to kill his sister. I had to fuck my stepmother to survive. <laughs> but then you find out that the stepmother was abusing him. Okay, I'm going to go get food if this conversation is going to take this long. It turns out that Revolver Ocelot's character is very, very complicated for no reason. All right, food time. There's a lot of reasons. I mean, it's not a lot of reasons. I've never even played Metal Gear Solid. I mean, who am I anyway? Shalashaska, also called Revolver Ocelot. 
You know, it was uh, it was the Afghans who gave him uh, the name Shalashaska. They gave me the name Shalashaska, Gun of the Patriots. I don't think that's what it means. It's totally what it means. I also get to drive around in something really cool called uh, a Shago Hode. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't know. I'm just going to keep doing my revolver ocelot impression. I think it's really good. <laughs> but I've never played Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, so. you've never played Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, the 90-minute cutscene at the end of Metal Gear Solid 2 never watched it. Although, story time. I had a girlfriend in high school, and we would we would play video games together, and we played through Metal Gear Solid 2. And at the end of it, you know how you can like enter your name at the beginning of the game, and that ends up on Jack's dog tags? Yeah. So, I was like, I did the zoom in, I'm like, oh, That's me! I'm in this game! And she's like, what, really? I'm like, no, put that in earlier. It's like, oh, you dummy. We all had a good laugh. I never got laid. Yeah. Who would have thought, right? Generally, you want to be nice if you want to get laid. I mean, I, it didn't happen even when I was nice, so that's beside the point. Well, maybe you should uh, just shave your head better uh, because the girls love a chrome dome. That's true. They sure do. Anyway, uh, anyway he made yeah, a sound at the back of his throat. Oh shit, I'm only halfway through this. Stupid Metal Gear Solid 2 being all complicated. Yeah, after a fucking 20 minutes sidebar on Metal Gear Solid that you never watched. Listen, uh, Sean. Yes, David. If FNF were a Metal Gear Solid game. Oh my god, are we still talking about this? Yes. We would have had so many twists and turns that like, see, we used to be on like season three. If we're going at time taken... Like translating FNF to a Metal Gear Solid game, we'd be in season three still. Okay. Okay. And Logan would be a double quadruple secret agent trying to overthrow overclocked remix or something like that. Hey, um, Dave, we talked about this. You're not allowed to tell people that. Oh, oh, um, I wait. Like, I thought, I thought they knew. No, no, I was keeping it secret. Logan, don't tell them about your other ball. I, I oh won't my tell God. them about my other ball and that it was reincarnated in this year. Shit, he knows too much. He knows too much. Logan, we have to we have to end him. Yeah. Do to, not we'll end take me. Him out now. Steve. Oh, you know what we could do? What? We could dri- I could drive over to his house and uh, cut down his power lines so he'll lose his recording. No, no, I've got a better idea. Steve. What? I'm going to send you a very big human-sized pie. Logan, you can fit in pies, right? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm going to send you a very big human-sized pie. You should have a bite of it as soon as possible. And definitely not look out for anybody who might leap out of the pie with a knife. And mustard. And mustard. <laughs> it's the, the deadly poison mustard knife. Okay. Can you read now? I don't understand you at all, <laughs> Kaz Kassidy. <laughs> exactly, I do not. <laughs> In between the clashes of teeth and tongue, Big Boss didn't reply. But that wasn't important. He squeezed his cock one last time and then he stopped. Kazd opened his mouth to protest, but the eye focused on him silenced him. Wait, doesn't he only have one eye? Yes, actually. Okay, cool. See, I pl- I told you I played Peace Walker. Uh, he lost his eye in Metal Gear Solid 3. I, I never played that one. Kaz, Big Boss said, and his gaze dropped. Kaz has followed, and he supposed he could see the problem. He gave an amused snort and sat up properly, wiping some sweat from his brow before reaching down towards Big Boss's waistband. How long? Kaz asked, shaky fingers fumbling with the class of Big Boss's belt. You must be, Big Boss grunted and pa- pulled, uh, Paz, that's the thing that you put those weird candies in. 
No, that's Pez. Pez oh, is... Oh, shit. I mean, I, I've never eaten candy, is, so... Uh, <laughs> the character from Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker who... Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes, they put a remote control bomb uh, inside her uterus. What? That's not a joke. That happened. Well, okay, I guess I get that, but it doesn't make much sense because you could just get an abortion. You don't have to blow the thing up. Okay. All right. Yeah, so wait, that game you was fucked up. Metal Gear, yeah. Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater, Metal Gear Solid 4, Strawberry, Metal Gear Solid 5, Brown Sugar, Metal Gear Solid 6. Um, I believe you're reading oatmeal flavors. Oh, yeah, I forgot about uh, Metal Gear Survive. I'm not sure how many snakes were in that one. Well, you could pick your name so that it could literally be infinite. <laughs> snake, 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 oh, no. snake, snake. I don't have that many fingers. Yeah, Big Boss grunted and pulled Kaz closer by a fistful of hair, smashing his mouth against his. He supposed that was an answer, too, and he boldly shoved his hands down Big Boss's pants, pulling them down a few inches in the process, freeing his <laughs> He glanced down. His what? Sorry, uh, you kind of cut off there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's uh, something up with your current setup or maybe your mic's on the fritz again. I don't know. It, pro- it probably Yeah, did you, did you charge your headset today? I did. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know how it messes with that sometimes. So Yeah, g- exactly. G- g- give me another read on that one. All right. Oh, Jesus, that's even worse than before. It might just be the really sharp sound that comes accompanied with that word. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if uh, you should probably stop like hitting your teeth on your microphone every time you say it. But that's the only way I can say it. Metal Gear Solid Cookies and Cream, Metal Gear Solid Wild Berry, Metal Gear Solid Chocolate Fudge, Metal Gear Solid Frosted Pumpkin Pie, Metal Gear Solid Chocolate Peanut Butter, Metal Gear Solid S'mores. Hey, Dave, do you remember that time in Metal Gear Solid where uh, they used a kind of bacteria to turn uh, depleted uranium into pure uranium <laughs> yeah that was kind of weird like i don't understand why they did that they have nano machines that can probably just reprocess it i didn't they have, like hand wave it and say like nano machines can't survive in high high right radioactivity but depleted uranium doesn't have a lot of radioactivity so it doesn't make any sense it's just basically making matter from nothing <laughs> oh i know that was yeah, the yeah. main gist of the argument i was going at did you finish oh uh yeah Oh, okay. So you said you heard me? Yeah. He was like, you heard me. And then All you right. went on about Pop-Tarts. Okay. I just, wanted, I just wanted to be sure. Next up is me. Okay. Kaz mighty confused, but no less horny and therefore very pliable. <laughs> Pushed himself to his feet. He is a little wobbly right now. But Big Boss was gripping one of his upper arms and supporting him that way. Turn around. Came the next order. Bright eyes. Every now and then. Eh? I'm sorry. Eh? Kaz bit down on his bottom lip, knowing all too well that once he started barking orders, there was no point in arguing back. He'd be on the ground again in no time. He wasn't entirely sure if he liked where this was going. Hand jobs were one thing, but... Eventually, Kaz turned around, placing his hands flat on top of a counter. Big Boss pushed up behind him, pant... I was gonna say panting. Patting Kaz's pants down for something... Good night, Dave. Good night, everybody. I love uh, you. All. I was gonna say, Dave, we're we're not live. We can just you can just say, Dave, I gotta go. Right, but I don't want to just drop from the call. Then you'd be like, "Where's Dave?" And then we never get to the fireworks factory. No, but then you just say, "Hey, Steve. Hey, Steve. Guess what? Hey, hey, Steve. Guess what? 
What's, what's up? There were at least six more snakes. Also, I have to go for the night. I mean, I never played Metal Gear Solid, so I couldn't tell you if there were <laughs> six more steaks or not. So Steaks. Oh, my God. Now I'm hungry again. All right, Dave. Punished Ribeye. That's my favorite Metal Gear Solid character. Bye. Bye, Dave. Bye. Anyways, uh, hand jobs. Eventually, casting around plays of this. Padding Kaz's pants down for something? He turned his head, looking over his shoulder when he heard the familiar crinkle of plastic. Oh. He supposed he did let himself get distracted pretty easily. Boss? Kaz. Kaz tensed up, already bracing himself against the counter when Big Boss rolled the condom over his own cock, then unscrewed the cap of a small bottle of lube. After a moment, two cold fingers entered him and he shied away from them instinctively. Ooh, cold. He heard Big Boss's other hand moving, wet, spreading more of it over his erection. Once it was slick enough, he pulled his fingers out again and yanked Kaz's pants down to grind his erection against his ass, slide it up and down its cleft. Is this a mechanic in Metal Gear somewhere? So there was a mechanic in Metal Gear oh, Solid 4. God. You had a P-bar, I think. Really? Yeah. There was also a P-bar in um, uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. <sighs> Kaz shuddered and wondered why video game developers get paid as much as they do. His breath hitching, not sure if that feeling at the pit of his stomach was anxiety or anticipation. There was Snake's warm breath at his face, blowing softly into his ear. <laughs> his bristled cheek scratching against his. <laughs> it was soothing. Do it again. <laughs> All right, Sean, now you do it too. All right, now you two do it together. That's very soothing in no way, shape, or form. I'm going to do that the next time I come. <laughs> no, it's not there. I'm going to do that the next time I come. <laughs> and see how well it goes for my relationship after that. <laughs> sure. In its own way, without any words. He entered him in one... Yeah, there won't be any other words exchanged. <laughs> Just a finger pointing at the door. <laughs> he entered him in one hard stroke, and it took Kaz some serious self-restraint not to cry out in pain, clawing at the surface of the counter, but Big Boss reached for his hand, holding onto it firmly. He had trouble breathing. <laughs> Although his boss gave him some time to adjust, not moving just yet. It still burns, stretching him from within. <laughs> Even when I've seen my doctor, my soul still burns. Like he was bursting, and he wasn't sure if he was capable of enjoying this at all. Snake Eye, he writhed, but Snake pulled him, pulled him towards himself to lean against the man in his back while sliding even deeper inside him, inch after inch. You're too much. Am I? Uh, Big Boss replied flatly. His hands placed themselves on Kaz's shoulders, running down his sides, hips, and finally to his waist, where he tugged sharply, resulting in a broken hip. Jesus. <laughs> Resulting in a loud smack, followed by, oh great, a drawn out groan. <laughs> Jesus. Kaz cursed under his breath. He surely hadn't looked as big as he felt right now. Nothing I can do about that. Bear with me, Kaz. Try to relax. Kaz laughed breathlessly, <laughs> reclining. A breathless laugh to me is like, eh, which is a complete and total turnoff, by the way. No, it sounds more like, Aah. 
Is there a moose around here? Reclining his head until it rested against Big Boss's shoulder and tried to do as he was told. To relax and not tense up further as Big Boss fucked him. Slowly. Pushing in and pulling out. Back in and out again. And he didn't even want to imagine how much worse it would be without any lubrication. The pain subsided after a while, though it never disappeared completely. But he was used to that. His own waning erection was starting to come back even, especially when his boss rearranged their position somewhat. Bending Kaz over the counter. <laughs> folding him neatly. Like laundry. <laughs> Sean, you're up. And then Logan, you get the last page. I like to throw my partners in the dryer and then fold them up nicely afterwards. I mean, it's only considerate. <laughs> like a Murphy bed. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I put them on straight out of the dryer. Oh, it feels so nice and warm like that. All right, are we back in the Jar Jar's Bizarre Adventure story? Because that violence is starting to come back. Uh, I, I think that's just us talking. Okay. Cat supported himself with one hand while the other found its way between his thighs, lazily fondling his own cock. Shit, he muttered, eyes fluttering close, breathing heavily. Blonde hair was sticking to his temples, and from behind... Big Boss's fingers affectionately brushed through his damp hair, soothing it back. Better now? Yeah. Kaz's tongue darted out to lick over his own lips like a snake. As Big Boss continued with re- renewed fever, creavers. As Big Boss continued with renal, re- ah, white <laughs> fuck shit. Uh, uh. Xavier's already started, like, doing proto-words, so... So, the next time I come over there, I'm gonna say the F-word as much as possible. I actually think he said, oh god, the other day, because I keep saying that about all the shit that goes down in politics, even though I'm a complete atheist. So I need words to substitute for curse words. What the honk is in there, now I'm just gonna go, ugh, instead of fuck. So thanks. Thanks for that, Snake. Do I have to drink for, ugh... God damn it. <laughs> yes. As Big Boss continued with renewed fervor, fingers digging into the muscles as Ka- in Kaz's thighs, pulling him into every thrust. Kaz listened to every resounding smack, a pace matching his heartbeat, and indulged in every stroke hitting him so perfectly, making him shudder and groan. <sighs> Big Boss was silent for the most part, but at one point, he whispered something to him again in the deepest, smoothest baritone Kaz knew. <sighs> Not so bad, huh? Not so bad, huh? He punctuated his words with one particularly hard and sudden roll of hips, and Kaz nearly cried out. Oh, fuck, boss. The younger man whined as Big Boss batted the hand on his cock away to replace it with his own, pumping him at a leisure pace. Fuck, how are you even real? He greedily sucked in more air, blinking the sweat out of his eyes. You win, okay? Just snake. Ah, snake. Ah, snake. His voice trailed off, sounding distinctly pleading by the end. God. Hmm? Hmm? It sounded almost like a purr, and Big Boss's thumb rubbed at the head of Kaz's cock, grazing slightly with the nail. Oh. 
teasing. Cass thought he was about to lose it. He was so close too. Make me, make me come. <laughs> make me do another Wisconsin recount. Mm. He sputtered in between Big Boss's jerky. He's got jerky. Yeah, he's got jerky. How else will he keep you know hard this long? Mm. Yet at the same time, somehow incredibly fluid movements. Boss. He hissed angrily when the hand didn't move faster immediately. Big Boss snorted, but he sounded pleased all the same. Always in a hurry, Kaz. Don't push an old man so much. It took maybe a couple of seconds and the right twist of his wrist to make Kaz spill almost immediately. Oh, sorry, instantly. A long, labored groan worming its way out of his throat, which could be heard throughout the entire mess hall. Had anyone been there? Not like had any capacities left to care at that moment, and he was often vocal during sex to boot, so it might not even raise more than a couple of eyebrows. Big Boston stopped there. Even after Cass coming messily against the counter, he continued to pound him a lot more aggressively with purpose, and Kaz struggled to keep himself on his feet, clinging on to the edge of the counter on which his the yeah, on which his the majority of his weight was now resting. Not much opportunity to enjoy his afterglow that way. Boss, easy, he croaked. Big Boss grunted and growled, forcing his own climax with gritted teeth. Fortunately, it didn't take much longer. He came quietly, shuddering, with one last thrust that shook Kaz to his core and remained there for a couple more moments, buried deep inside. Kaz collapsed on top of the counter, his own arms too weak to support him any longer. He inhaled deeply. Just do what Logan does, break off somebody else's arms and use them to support you. Yeah, yeah. He inhaled deeply and just closed his eyes for a while, keeping his mind blank. You're up, Logan. Oh, geez, finally. (laughs) Page six. He opened them again when he thought he heard something click. Big Boss withdrew, and Kaz carefully attempted to adjust himself, pulling his pants back up and tucking himself back in. His glasses had been laying around somewhere around here, too but he couldn't spot them immediately. It was Big Boss, eventually, who handed them to him, then fastened his own belt after discarding the used condom in a nearby trash bin. Ugh, Kaz said, putting on his aviators and looking at Big Boss through the tinted lenses, kind of at a loss for words now, and feeling like he wouldn't be able to walk right for the next couple days. Big Boss, on the other hand, Big Boss didn't look notably more exhausted than usual, Cause furrowed his brow. Okay, so, don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining. But what exactly? He paused when he saw Big Boss reach for his belt again. Though not for the clasps this time. You did. You did. With a shitting grin on his face, Big Boss removed the Walkman slash tape recorder from his hip and pushed rewind, then play. Cause's eyes widened in horror. You win. Okay, just snake. Ah, uh, snake. God, make me, make me come, boss. Oh. Wow, that just distorted to hell. Jesus. It sounded like you were ripping up the microphone. It's a skill. Great. Please go. 
Kaz reflexively snatched at the recorder, his face burning, but almost ended up face first on the ground again because Big Boss swerved to the side, dodging him, and pressed stop before pocketing the Walkman. Snake! Kaz yelled at him. Why would he even... I think I'm gonna keep that. Big Boss cooed. I can't do it, so don't make me do it. Do it. That's the closest I can get. How can you roll your R's, but you can't fucking coo? I don't know. You're even shitty at that. Never mind. Oh, fuck off. And distribute them. Or maybe I should... Oh, wait, where... I lost my spot. For insurance. It's not even funny, boss. Or maybe I should make a couple copies and distribute them amongst... Among the female staff. I'm sure they'd find this information very... Enlightening. <sighs> boss! Kaz launched himself at him boss! again. Boss! Boss! And this time, he did end up on the ground, thanks to Big Boss and a very well-aimed punch. Kaz groaned again, this time due to pain, and rolled around on the floor, while Big Boss picked him up, hoisting him over his shoulders like any common POW. Couldn't even put up much of a struggle, thanks to his face and his entire backside hurting like a bitch. How are you even real? So wait, his entire backside... I know people refer to butts as backsides, but in this context, they've talked about asses already. Does his dick just go all the way up to, like, the base of his skull? Yeah. Wow. Those Oda holes are really sophisticated now. Yeah. <laughs> How are you even real? Uh, <laughs> Logan says, looking at his brand new Oda hole. <laughs> With decidedly more venom this time. <laughs> Oda holes now with decidedly more venom. <laughs> when Big Boss unceremoniously carried him back to his own living quarters to call it a night. You know what I'd call that? Blackmail. No. Worse even. That was torture, buddy. Straight up torture. I figured you out. Get a real kick out of that stuff, huh? He grumbled against Big Boss's shoulder, feeling endlessly tired and outmaneuvered once again. The few recruits they passed this late at night didn't ask why Big Boss was dragging a half-conscious Commander Miller around, or looked even remotely surprised. They had their moments. It seemed like Big Boss wouldn't answer at all at first, but eventually he briefly raised his shoulders in a shrug and said, Who knows? Uh, Let me go to the Patreon thing and read patrons. Relationship manager. It's complicated. God, how do I do this? Thank you very much to our patrons, especially our genital guardians. If I can figure out how to look at just the genital guardians. Oh my god. I guess this is all genital guardians from all time. Grass Dragon, the man who after 800 kilometers is going to be the man to na 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 you. Discuss. Put Cyberpunk 2077 on Ouya, you cowards. Epidel, Dizdon Plays, The Waffle, Richard Pryor, Pope Sloth, XVII, Mana, Tyler Anderson, Afro Hawk, Matthew J, Disambiguity, Eric Lemieux, Cassandra McCarthy, Santa Grimnar, Yoloi, Tommy Wiseau's third least enthusiastic stalker, and our Bulgay beneficiaries, Miri, Old Patron Who Dis, Evan Baumel, Michael Fouch, Sarah for the Win, Wage, Razor, or Flood. Advent on Andre D and Terez. See, I can roll my R's non shittily, right? I wasn't listening. 
Tell me about the snakes again. Okay, so we left off with Venom Snake, but we should probably go back and talk about how Punish Snake got a scar recreation of the C-section scar bed.